and it looking scary. All right. Tonight on Ram Showcase, Todd Gurley has returned. Plus, the Rams' playoff chances are running out of games. And later, Eric Weddle plays his former team. We preview Ravens at Rams on Monday Night Football. Next on Ram Showcase. Welcome to Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. What is going on, Rams fans? And welcome back to another edition of Ram Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. I am your host, Joe Branham, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags. We've got a pretty cool show for you guys tonight. We are going to, of course, preview the Ravens at Rams Monday Night Football. we got a color rush game coming up, which is one of my favorite uniforms. I, I, I might be able to go without the yellow pants, but the yellow jerseys are one of my favorites in, in the NFL entirely. But also, you're speaking to a guy who also absolutely loves the Pittsburgh Steelers Bumblebee uniforms. I think those are those are absolutely incredible. So uh, we're going to go ahead and hop right into the news. And then uh, we got some interesting injury report stuff for you guys that we'll get into a little bit later as well. And a pretty, pretty uh, basic Joe Stradamus pick for you guys later on. So don't, don't miss that. But uh, let's go ahead and hop into it. So... First of all, we're going to start with uh, running back Todd Gurley has officially surpassed 5,000 rushing yards in his career. He has now reached 137th all-time in rushing yards, and he is just 16 rushing yards behind Mike Allstott on that all-time list and just 22 yards behind former Giants running back Brandon Jacobs, and he is only 13,283 behind Emmett Smith at number one, so obviously... That's going to happen very, very soon, I would like to hope. So, uh, let's see. Uh, as far as the Rams' historical running backs go, Eric Dickerson is ninth on the list all-time. Marshall Falk is 12th all-time. And Steven Jackson, one of uh, a, a very popular pick for a favorite player from Rams fans, Steven Jackson sitting at 18th all-time on the rushing yards list. So, that's pretty cool stuff. Todd Gurley definitely working his way up. 137 is nothing to necessarily you know, right home about, but he has passed that 5,000 yard mark. Uh, of course, Steven Jackson is the Rams all time rushing leader. Of course, he only played for two other teams, but for a very short time, had a very short stint in Atlanta as well as New England. But of course, uh, Dickerson and Marshall Falk also going over 5,000 yards with the Indianapolis Colts, only two players in NFL history to have at least 5,000 rushing yards with two different teams. It was Steven Jackson and Eric Dickerson with both the Rams and the Indianapolis Colts. Well, let's see here. Next up, Robert Woods did miss week 11 due to personal issues. And uh, I didn't pry into this. I know some of you guys, uh, I've seen some comments about what this could have possibly have been. Uh, I've seen comments about maybe it's his wife or a cousin or I've heard friend. Uh, it's none of our business. It's none of my business. I'm not looking into it. Uh, he had some issues that he had to take care of, and I hope that he took care of those. He did return to practice on Thursday, which was yesterday from the time of this recording. I am recording on uh, Friday morning here. So he was back at practice. I am anticipating he's back at Friday's practice as well. And... It looks like we could get Robert Woods back, so that's going to be good stuff. I hope that everything's okay with Robert Woods. Uh, of course, everything, everybody here at Ram Showcase, we hope that Robert Woods is doing awesome and that uh, he was able to take care of his stuff. And I know that if, if in order for him to miss a game, a primetime game, where 
It's an NFC fight where the the Rams' playoff chances are basically hanging in the balance of every single one of these games. For him to miss that, I'm assuming something pretty dramatic happened, and I'm really hoping that everything's cool with him. So looks like we could get him back this week, though, which is great news. Uh, wide receiver Simba Webster was signed to the active roster before the Bears game, and uh, this was actually just this just happened after I did the show last week, so I wasn't able to talk about it. But Simba Webster. Uh, actually what happened was a team tried to sign him off of the Rams practice squad and the Rams just said, you know what? Screw it. We'll just make him active because of course being down Robert Woods, being down Brandon Cooks last week, the Rams could use a wide receiver anyway. And that speed that, that Simba Webster has, I keep wanting to call him Nasimba Webster because that's just kind of how it's spelled, but that's not how it is. It's Simba Webster. And uh, it was kind of cool to, to see his speed. He was actually out there as a gunner on punt team. And uh, he was down there, man. He was flying, and that was that was really awesome to see. So hopefully he can stick to the active roster and continue to make an impact. I, I, of course, his impact wasn't too huge, but it he did have an impact on the game. And I think I would like to think at least forced some fair catches at, in the very least. So to make room on the on the fifty three man roster for Webster, the Rams did waive running back John Kelly, who did clear waivers and has now been signed back to the practice squad where he began the 2019 season. Uh, in this game this weekend, though, I did want to just shortly mention this uh, because uh, we got we got to talk about it at least a little bit. So we have some former players of these teams playing against each other. Baltimore Ravens have cornerback Marcus Peters, who was traded from the Rams to the Ravens just earlier this season. The Rams started the season with Marcus Peters and Aqib Tlaib as their starting cornerbacks and now have Troy Hill and Jalen Ramsey. And I don't even think I'm mad about that. I think it's okay. I think that ultimately with Jalen Ramsey and Troy Hill, Troy Hill's actually playing really well. I know that a lot of people are kind of bashing Troy Hill. Uh, I, I think it's just because he's picked on a little bit more often with Jalen Ramsey on that other side. But Marcus Peters was that guy, had a pick six for the Rams, has two pick sixes for the Baltimore Ravens since going there. And the, he is absolutely a guy that can wreck a Rams game. And, you know, they got, they asked him about it and he said that he's over his time with the Rams. It, that, that doesn't really matter anymore. He doesn't have that animosity towards the Rams like he did against the Chiefs when the Rams and Chiefs played on that Monday night football game, Color Rush Monday night football game last year, where Marcus Peters was able to basically seal the game with a pick at the end. Uh, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Marcus Peters, I feel like, is going to be a little bit more up for this game. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I, I can't I can't be totally certain because his comments and the way that he answers press conference questions is a little hard to follow sometimes. On the Rams side, linebacker Kenny Young, who has not been active yet, or is at least not played. I mean, he's he just hasn't really had an impact on the Rams. Uh, it was a part of that trade for the in the Marcus Peters deal. Uh, he will be playing against his former team, the Baltimore Ravens, but we'll see if he gets any playing time in this one. And of course, safety Eric Weddle. And I wanted to talk about this a little bit because Eric Weddle has been pretty open, and this was actually before the season even started. He was pretty open that he's not going to give up the Ravens' secrets to the Rams for this game. And uh, I've seen some fans really upset about this, and I understand. I totally get it. Uh, to be upset with Weddle, be like, man, we're, we're trying to win, though. Who who are you really playing for? You're on our, our squad right now, so how about you help us out and we win this game? 
but he's loyal, and I, I kind of respect that. I'll be completely honest. I respect that he's loyal to his to his brethren out there in in Baltimore. And it was actually the same case when he went to the Chargers or from the Chargers to the Ravens. He actually didn't give up any secrets when those two teams played either. So I, I guess in that regard. I mean, if he were to, I don't think, I think that the Rams are the last team that Eric Weddle plays for, but if he were to go somewhere else and we had to play him, we would be safe knowing that our secrets aren't going to be given up to the coaching staff. And Eric Weddle kind of commented on it, said that if our coaching staff can't figure it out, then what am I going to be able to help with? You know, we have a very strong coaching staff. Of course, Wade Phillips, he's going to know what's going on. And I'm sure there's a little bit of like, okay, well, when Lamar does this, he likes to do this, but it's not going to be like, like signals or you know, letting letting the coaches and, and other teammates know like the audibles and stuff like that. It's not going to be that in depth, but it's going to be, you know, I, I'm sure he wants to win the game. That's that's how I'll put it. I'm pretty sure Eric Weddle wants to win this game uh, just as much as we all do. If not more, I have no idea. I haven't talked to Eric recently. So uh, it's time for the next segment, though. It's time to go under the ridge top. This week, going under the ridge top, we're going to talk a little bit about Todd Gurley and how he made an impact on this game last week on Sunday Night Football against the Chicago Bears, a game that the Rams were able to come out on top, 17-7. to Low-scoring game, which is what a lot of us expected. Uh, I missed every single pick in the Rams' pick'em game. I don't know if you guys play. I'm Second week in a row, I missed every single one. Didn't get a single answer right after getting, like, fourth place just a couple weeks ago. I, I, I thought it's like I missed my chance. That was That was it, and I missed it. But uh, we're doing fine. So, uh, simply put, uh, when Todd Gurley touches the football a lot, the Rams play well. And we may never find out if Gurley was actually hurt entering the season or if McVay had a plan all along to underutilize him early in the season and save him for a late season push. And if that is the case, I don't think we ever see that again because the Rams are now playing catch up. So, if that is the case, if if Sean McVay actually held Todd Gurley back on purpose early in the season just for a late season push, well, that didn't work out. The Rams are behind in the standings. Third place in the NFC West have been for quite some time. The standings have been San Francisco, Seattle, LA, Arizona for a while in the NFC West now. That's just been pretty standard what the what the standings, or at least the rankings in the NFC West have been. But uh, if that is the case then I don't think we see this again. Todd Gurley, he, he played well, and I think he has been playing well. I just don't think he's had enough touches. But it's kind of what I said last week on the show, that if that, 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 that in this game against the Bears, I said that well, we're going to kind of have that thing where, where Sean McVay says, you guys want Todd Gurley? Well, you've got Todd Gurley, and we got Todd Gurley, and the Rams won. And it's kind of funny how that works out. But I want to say, I, they, they posted the number live on TV. Somebody can correct me. I'm sure I'm wrong here because I can't really remember it. But I think that the Rams are like 16-1 and all-time with when, when Todd Gurley touches the football like 20 times. So doing really well when Todd Gurley touches the football because, spoiler alert, this guy's pretty good at this game. So uh, just keep feeding him the football. I don't see how you can go wrong with that. So uh, that's under my rich top. That's just some Joe Bags opinions for you guys. Uh, before we get into the leaderboard and the game preview, guys, I just want to make sure to remind you guys to keep up with all of your latest Los, Ange Los Angeles Rams news at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. I do post regular updates, news updates. Keep my opinion out of it. You guys are uh, strong enough people to form your own opinions based on the information that is given to you, which I try to give you all of the information on both sides. Form your own opinions. That is 
That is my big push. That's my big push. Start thinking for yourselves. All right, let's go ahead and get into this leaderboard. We got some standings to look at. And like I said, it's it's San Francisco, Seattle, LA, Arizona. That seems to be pretty standard right now. So we got the 49ers sitting at 9 and 1, the Seahawks sitting at 8 and 2, Rams at 6 and 4, and the Arizona Cardinals sitting in last place at 3 7 and 1. The Minnesota Vikings, who the Rams are chasing for that 6th playoff spot, that wild card slot there. Uh, Minnesota Vikings did defeat the Denver Broncos in week 11 and are on a bye week in week 12. Uh, the Vikings they, I was I was watching this game. Uh, I'm in Colorado, so of course I get the Broncos games televised. They are always televised for me. So the Rams being at night, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna see this. I'm gonna I'm gonna see what the Vikings are all about. Let's watch this game. And the Broncos played the crap out of them in the first half. The offense was exciting. Their play calls were amazing. Their defense was all over the place. They looked really fast. And then halftime hit, where it seemed like one team, the Minnesota Vikings, went into halftime and adjusted and made those right calls and it looks like the other coaching staff the Vic Fangio Denver Broncos side decided you know what the game's basically over so let's just chill it out and uh, ride this one out for these last 30 minutes and we'll get out of here and uh, they it didn't go well they got out of there with a loss and and definitely hurt the Rams playoff chances just a little bit so uh, we're still chasing those Minnesota Vikings they're on a bye week in week 12 like I mentioned and then the following week in week 13 it's rams or it's it's not rams it's vikings and seahawks on monday night football and coincidentally these are the two teams that the rams need to lose some games right now as the rams continue to win games to try to make it to the postseason so why does this suck because we need both of these teams to lose and they play each other so that means one of them's going to win and with the way the standings are right now it, it almost feels like we got to kind of pull for the seahawks and I don't want to pull for the Seahawks, and, and what I tell people regularly is there's a huge difference in rooting for a team to win and rooting against a team. So I'm rooting against the Minnesota Vikings in that one, not necessarily for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, but again, the Rams only two games behind the Seahawks, one and a half behind the Minnesota Vikings. So there is some time to catch them, but simply put, we're running out of games. Uh, the Rams only have you know six more games to play, and one and a half out and the teams ahead of them are playing really well and if you look at the schedules you know I don't like to look at the percentages and stuff every game is different every game has its own feel but if you really look at it it looks like the Vikings and the Seahawks have a much easier road than the Rams do and uh, that's that's a tough pill to swallow of course the Rams do have to play the Seahawks and 49ers again we got the Cowboys a little bit later who knows what those games against the Arizona Cardinals are going to look like. We got two of those coming up, uh, Week 17, and then this one after the Ravens game. Uh, so th that, those could be some really interesting games. The The Cardinals have played the crap out of the 49ers and the Seahawks, so I'm really curious to see that game. I do think the Rams are the better team and can come out on top on those ones, but, it, you know, it's those division games. Those, those are scary games for sure. Uh, so... Let's see here. Uh, okay, let's go ahead and go to the injury report. We'll start talking about this Rams and Ravens game that we have coming up on Monday Night Football. So on the injury front, on the Rams side, this is the Thursday report. I mentioned I'm recording this on Friday morning. But uh, the Rams injury report on Thursday. Uh, running back Malcolm Brown did not participate in practice. These are the people who did not participate in practice. It was not injury related for Malcolm Brown. 
Uh, right tackle Rob Havenstein did not practice with his knee injury. Johnny Hecker and Josh Reynolds out with an illness. And I did not see any further details on this, but I'm assuming it might have something to do with that whole Cooper Cup situation last week and Austin Blythe that they had caught that stomach bug and were not able to practice on Friday. And then uh, Darius Williams did not practice on Thursday as well because of an ankle injury. Uh, Brandon Cooks, though, back in practice as a full participant. And, of course, Robert Woods returning as well, so the Rams could be back two big receivers on the offensive side of the football. On the Ravens side, these are your players who did not participate in Thursday's practice. We got cornerback Brandon Carr, not injury-related. Cornerback Jimmy Smith, not injury-related. Tackle Ronnie Staley with an ankle injury. Safety Earl Thomas, not injury-related. And tackle Marshall Yando, with uh, that is not injury-related as well. And uh, limited participants for the Ravens in Thursday's practice. We have wide receiver Chris Moore with a thumb injury. And defensive tackle Michael Pierce with an ankle injury. So, uh, still waiting on the Friday injury reports. And then we will have Saturday injury reports as well. Everybody's week kind of just got pushed back because this is a Monday night football game. Which... I gotta be honest, I love Monday Night Football games. I hate waiting all day on Sunday for the Rams game to start. I hate waiting all day for Sunday night, uh, and then the the fact that the game doesn't even happen uh, all day Sunday, and then I gotta go to work, and then catch the Rams game Monday night. But it's usually awesome. The uh, last time the Rams played a Monday Night Football game, it won Game of the Year for the 2018 season, so that was pretty awesome, and hopefully we get something amazing like that again it's going to be a tough one though let's go ahead and take a look we got the baltimore ravens at the los angeles rams monday night football coming up and uh, the ravens are favored in this game by three and a half that's at least what it opened at over under at 46.5 for you betters out there and this is the first time in the last two seasons that the rams have been underdogs at home so that's a little uh, a little disconcerting but you know it's this game is it's almost like no Rams fans are going into this game with confidence and I, I almost think that that helps a little bit in a weird way that 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 you know like going in with low expectations is almost the better the better option so I don't know how you guys feel about that but that's kind of how I see it so uh, let's take a look at the matchup this is the Rams offense versus the Ravens defense in total yards the Rams offense is 13th in the league and Ravens defense is 14th through the air, the Rams are tied for 7th, the Ravens are 18th. Running the football, the Rams are 20th in the league, the Ravens' defense is 7th in stopping the run. And points per game, the Rams are 12th in the NFL, and the Ravens' defense is 6th. So very good against the run, very good in not giving up points. Middle of the road, though, as far as total yards and passing yards for that Ravens' defense. Let's take a look at the other side, the Baltimore Ravens' offense versus the Rams' defense. This is the matchup to watch. The uh, Ravens' offense is second in the NFL. The Rams' defense is number 10, so back into the top 10 uh, for the Rams' defense. Passing the football, Ravens' offense is 20th in the league. Rams' defense is 15th against the pass. The Ravens' offense is first in running the football, more rushing yards than anybody, and the Rams' defense fifth against the run, so actually a pretty strong matchup. And in points, the Ravens are first, putting up more points than anybody in the NFL right now, and the Rams' defense is tied for 10th as far as points given up. And uh, let's take a look at the history. The Ravens do lead the all-time series 4-2. and two. You guys may have seen that right here at the bottom yeah, there we go, right there, scrolling right past you. Sorry for you audio listeners, I'm actually doing a video for this one. First video uh, of recording where I got all my, my stuff ready, and uh, this will actually be on YouTube, so uh, if you guys want to check out the, the Ram Showcase YouTube channel, 
at Ram Showcase, or actually it's not at Ram Showcase. Just search Ram Showcase on YouTube. You'll be able to find it there. But uh, four and two all time for the Ravens. Uh, the most recent game between these two was actually four years ago today, November twenty second, two thousand and fifteen. That was a sixteen to thirteen win for the Baltimore Ravens in what would best be described as an ugly game. The first game between these two came on October 27th of 1996. That was a 31-37 overtime win for the Baltimore Ravens. Total points scored in these uh, in these matchups. The Ravens have outscored the Rams 144-114. to Lots of ones and fours. Uh, the first time ever that the, Ra- that the Baltimore Ravens are playing the Los Angeles Rams. So we have never seen... Baltimore Ravens versus Los Angeles Rams. This will be the first time, and it's in primetime, so that's pretty cool. In the NFL's 100th season, I think that that's kind of a, a nice little twist. The Rams are 2-1 and one against the Ravens at home all time, but have been outscored 69-67. to 67. That is your game. This is going to be a tough one. Uh, we know that uh, Lamar Jackson is actually, he's one of the front runners for MVP right now. But my personal vote would go to Christian McCaffrey. But a lot of people talking Lamar Jackson, what he's been able to do for that Ravens team. You know, entering the season, people saying that he's he's not a good quarterback. He can't throw. Turns out he can throw. He's actually pretty good at it. He can run. He's got great vision. U- utilizes his blockers really well. Has a really strong feel in the pocket. But he's never played against a guy like Aaron Donald. The Rams have very fast linebackers. We are used to playing running quarterbacks. Historically speaking, the Rams, I'm kind of leaving out this last game earlier this season, but historically speaking, the Rams have been able to play really well against Russell Wilson, even Colin Kaepernick when he was actually, you know, playing at a high level for the 49ers. The Rams played well against him. Uh, not even losing to them the the season that the, the 49ers went to the playoffs. It was a tie and then a win. So, you know, the Rams do have some experience playing against these these running quarterbacks and, and these guys that can that can hit you in multiple different ways. But again, the, the Rams do have some speed on defense and a guy like Aaron Donald, you've got Fowler and Matthews closing in on the edges, two guys who are very strong pass rushers. And, you know, if, if the Rams can collapse that pocket from the center and, you know, kind of force force Lamar to to stay in that pocket, not give him those escape lanes. I think that that's going to be the Rams' best bet in winning this game. But Lamar Jackson, extremely talented player, and won't even be able to get that mad if he does really, really well and just kind of lights it up. So uh, it'd be hard to be mad at that, you know what I mean? So uh, we'll kind of we'll see what happens. But I'm I'm really excited to see this matchup. This is one that I've kind of uh, as the season's been progressing. I was already excited for this game, but as the season's been progressing, it seems like this is just uh, it's just a good matchup. Of course, the Rams are underdogs. Everybody's looking at the Ravens right now. The Ravens have been blowing people out, just absolutely playing incredible. Uh, but this, I feel like this is a game where the Rams could kind of could kind of step in. But I mean, of course, we're gonna have to wait and see. I, the games aren't played on paper, and that actually benefits the Rams this time. It's one of the first times in the last couple of years that games being played on paper doesn't hurt the Rams. Or I think I said that right. I don't know. I'd have to go back. Uh, I'm not gonna do it. It's time, though, for Joe Stradamus. All right, we are back with Joe Stradamus. Thank you for that music, Reggie. You're the best. And, uh, you know, I'm going to... I'm. I, I decided I, I, I had one written down, and it was a little too bold. And I was like, you know what? I don't... First of all, I don't think that that's going to happen. And second of all, 
That's way over the top. I'm just sounding ridiculous. I'm not Stephen A. Smith over here. I'm not Skip Bayless. I'm not just going to make these obnoxious, you know, predictions or whatever and just and then just defend it wildly. What I'm going to say, though, my Joe Stradamus pick this week, I'm going to say that the Rams defense will hold their own against the Ravens offense and will allow just two touchdowns. My original one, I'm not even going to tell you guys, but it was over the top. It was ridiculous. And even Rams fans would have been like, all right, dude. You're being, you're being crazy. That's not going to happen. So um, that's that's what I got for you. I, I think that the Rams defense is going to do pretty well. I think we get a couple sacks on on Jackson. I think that we could possibly force him into a, a pick or two. I would love to see Jalen Ramsey house one and not Marcus Peters. I w- yeah, if Marcus Peters cribs one, I'm going to be a little bit sad because I've been a Marcus Peters fan. I liked Marcus Peters with the Rams. I know that schematically it wasn't necessarily the best fit, but... He's a player, and the Rams coaches are NFL coaches. So the schematic fits, that's no excuse. You need to be able to adjust your play. And if you are truly a professional, you need to be able to adjust your play style or your coaching style to best fit your players or your scheme and be able to produce on the field. And I don't think that's necessarily what happened. And one of the reasons that Marcus Peters is no longer an L.A. Ram, but Jalen Ramsey, if he cribs one, you know I'm going to be going crazy because... Well, that's just what I do every Rams game. I just go I just go nuts. Just go bananas all the time. All right, that is going to do it for me, though. Make sure you guys follow the Rams Showcase on all your favorite social media. That is at Rams Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Rams Showcase. You can follow me as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. And uh, we got some, uh, make sure you guys also go to the YouTube channel. If you guys are not watching this on YouTube already, make sure you guys head over to the YouTube channel. Just search Ram Showcase on there. You'll see the logo. It's it's pretty standard everywhere. And uh, make sure you guys subscribe and check out the good old days because I'm still mad proud of that video. I feel like now, now that I've got a little bit more time away from it, I could probably go back and change some things and make it a little bit better. But, you know, I still like it. I think it's great. So make sure you guys check that out. Make sure you guys subscribe. And, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for me. I'm Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Rams Showcase on Sports War Radio. For those of you that aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you that are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night.